Hi folks, and welcome to Elevate Your Game, a podcast where we take a deep dive into how to successfully bag game for the table and make it delicious. We'll explore hunting techniques, tools and equipment to increase your field success, and the utensils and culinary techniques that make wild protein delectable. My name is Tim Fowler, and I'm a Canadian journalist, chef, hunter, fisherman, and wild game cook. We'll talk with relevant experts, review gear that will help you achieve your goals, and provide game preparation details that will deliver memorable meals. Direct message me your questions on Instagram at Timothy D. Fowler, and while you're at it, give me a follow. Or you can email me your culinary questions at tim at birchcanoe.ca. Whatever your favorite wild protein, together we will elevate your game. Hi, folks, and welcome to Elevate Your Game. Today, we're catching up with Aaron, who is three oceans tripping. The uh, the hashtag you should be following is hashtag three, spell it out, ocean, the Canadian flag. And what's the last word, Aaron? Road trip. Road trip. So three, spell it out, ocean, and then the Canadian flag, road trip. And uh, Aaron and his partner on a mission to swim in three Canadian oceans. And we're just checking up on the first leg of the trip today. Aaron, talk to me about the launch, where you've been in the last few days and where you are now. Well, the, the launch was the, the last few days. It was, uh, you know, like any big trip, it, it was a bit of a helmet fire because it's, there, there's just so much to do and it's always the little things that, that cost you the time. So, uh, but we did successfully load up our utility trailer and drive it up to a, a friend's place who's graciously allowed us to store it there for the time we're gone with our, all of our worldly possessions other than what we've got in the truck. And um, yeah, so we're, we're, and we hit the road. We uh, drove to Chilliwack River of all places for the first night, this little private campground in the middle of nowhere. And we we're kind of, I kind of in awe of all the flood damage down that part of the world after mm. the flood last year. So um yeah, so we camped there for the night, and then we, we spent a couple nights in Vancouver, and then uh, up to Sunshine Coast, on the uh, up to my, <laughs> staying up at my sister's place, so I might have to switch, because the old boy is going to... Is that uh, is that one of your pups speaking out, or what? Yeah, he's he's uh, my old Swiss mountain dog. He's, he, it's his sworn duty in life is to protect me, so um, I'll just go sit in the truck here where he can't... Uh, Proper. Can't can't bark at me. Need a but, uh, need a. There's there's no friend like a four legged friend. No, he's 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 always been so vigilant for me. I call him I call him my watcher. So he's uh, he's the best dog that's ever. Awesome. He's nine years old and yeah, he's a good guy. But um, that's awesome. Yeah, so we spent some time on the Sunshine Coast. It's, uh, that was that's an old family stomping grounds of mine. My um, my mom grew up there, and uh, my uncle still lives up there. He was a logger up there for years, and so we spent some time there exploring and. And then uh, headed up to Powell River and straight over to Texada Island. So we end up on Texada with my um, my dear friend Jim and his wife Sue uh, for we camp cool. for five nights over there. So cool. And he 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 got cool. pulled my new bow out for me. He, he I commissioned him to do a seventy pound uh, draw bow. Mm-hmm. 70, 70 pounds at twenty nine inches. So I was shooting that thing and wishing a little Texada blacktail would step out because I made a good supper. But sweet. Not the right season. Yeah. So is it a is it a proper traditional bow? 
Yeah, it's a U southpaw, so it's about six feet long, and yeah. Wow. I'm gonna have wow. my I'm gonna have big shoulders by the end of the summer, so yeah. That's awesome. But uh, sweet. That's uh. Well, you know, our podcast called Elevate Your Game. I mean, how many multiple ways is there to elevate your game with that? A handmade U-bow that's traditional and six feet and, oh, my gosh, like 70-pound yeah. pole and all that. Like, that's that's a proper elevation right there. Oh, I like it. It's, 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 a form, it's, a, it's, it's a form of meditation for me because it's, like it, you know, just uh, – I really get in the zone with my with my archery, and I just I love it. And then I just awesome, yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, there's, there's yeah, definitely. But there's there's definitely like a, it feels a little bit like a you know like a you know hero's journey in a sense because we're we're actually stepping out into this big unknown, you know, in a lot of ways because yeah. we're we're endeavoring to live out of our our vehicle for the next six months, you know, and it's there was there was definitely a bit of trepidation for me in the last few days i'm like man you know are we really gonna be able to pull this off but it's it's good it's good well you man you manage it right i mean you're traveling with your partner and you're traveling with two dogs oh my gosh that's significant yeah and and we don't like when you're tangled up with somebody in a relationship you don't spend 24 7 with them for the most part you know, you're about your day and you're doing stuff and now you're traveling together and living together and you're together. Yeah. And, um, but you manage that. I, I would suppose. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then I, I, wait, I, I, she, I'm, I'm very lucky, man. She's, she's a very awesome person to spend time with and be around lots. And we just kind of agreed at the beginning of the trip. Like if we start getting tired or impatient when we're doing our setup, then we just stop, take a breath and just remember we're having fun. You know, because it's like you know, the, the first few times we set up the wall tent and put the annex on, it's it's it takes a bit of time. You know, there's you know, and it, I have my way of doing things, yep. and she has her way. So it, it's it's a matter of of making allowance for both. And uh, yeah, yeah. Always remember, I'm going to take the dogs for a walk. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we we came up with some code language. So I, if I ever say to her, I I need to go for a stroll. She knows what that means. So yeah, but uh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. That's good. That's that's good. Relationship successful relationships need that. That's uh that's awesome. Yeah. I I've been I've been tracking your progress, which is not that hard on Instagram. And I see these dreamy meals of fresh foraged nettles in Putanesca and clams and oysters on glowing coals and i'm just like oh talk to me about that what have you been what have you been finding along the way that you put on the table that you're pleased about or surprised by or well i, I think you know I'm, I'm i'm super pleased to be back on the coast I, I i when i flew up north um i flew this old first nations couple out of bella bella one day and he said to me something that stuck with me forever he said when the tide's out the table's set <laughs> and so when the tide is out, like, you, you know, the, you, there, you know, I'd never go hungry on this coast. You know, there's, we had nettles, we were, we were forging maple blossoms, which I've never tried before, but they were a good friend of mine put me on them because they, they forge them and sell them. Um, clams and we had oyster mushrooms and morels and just incredible, like the incredible variety of stuff on the coast and the oysters. It just, 
for me, like food is, well, food is, is a huge joy for me in, in the, in the main. And then it's also my, that's why I show people how, how much I love my cook for them. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, it, it becomes a real, and I love, I love the aesthetic of really well presented food, you know, like the colors and the textures yeah. and combinations. And it, it, you know, with, with the, with the fire in the background, it just, it's just a completely up levels the whole game, you know, like it it's really awesome. does. Yeah. It's awesome. I want to return to what you said about loving people and, um, and I a hundred percent get that when I cook for you, I'm telling you that I love you. Yeah. And it's a three dimensional living thing that you can consume and, yeah. and you can push that metaphor a little bit further if you want, but but I'm I'm feeding you, and I'm telling you that I love you. And I, I this comes this come this effort, these ingredients, this process, this outcome comes from my love for you. And I'm trying to tell you that. And we're we're um, I have difficulty with that telling people that I love them, and and is putting the putting the food on the table is like. Listen, I'm trying to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, <laughs> it I, makes I just, me happy. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's just it's a it's not just about nutrition or sustenance for me. It's it's about it's another sure. it's, to me. It's always been another form of art anyway. So it's you know if I can keep thinking of it that way, I'll, I'll never be bored with what I'm doing. So you know. No. And and, and what do you sorry? You go ahead. Uh, and 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 just being creative enough to look for the different ingredients that aren't necessarily mainstream, you know, like it, and it, it and just so much depth. Like the, the nettles we put in the Putinesco were just so beautiful. The structure and the flavor of them, it just was uh, just out of this world. It was the best Putinesco I ever had. That's my favorite dish. That was my my favorite author is Jim Harrison. That was his that was his pick me up when he had party too much or whatever. You know, so awesome. Did I see spruce tips in something? Um, not yet. I'm, I'm looking for spruce tips cause I want to make vinegar. I want to do a, do some, make some vinegar infused with spruce tips. So that'll, that'll be coming soon. So I did, I did, I did three things with spruce tips last year and I, I have a, I made bread this morning. So I, I use Ruhlman's, uh, Michael Ruhlman's ratio for my bread. And I don't remember the ratio all the time. The the big ones are easy, but the the yeast and the salt I don't always remember. Yeah. So I'm looking through my book and I see my notes from when I was at Tate Island Lodge last year, and I made spruce tip jelly. Um, I made I made spruce tip jelly, jelly, spruce tip sugar, and spruce tip salt, and uh. The spruce tip sugar I use to make shortbread cookies, and the spruce tip salt I rubbed on meat to be smoked. Um. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I would love to get the your your method because I've, I've never. I, I can shoot you. It. I can shoot you the recipe. I'll, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll shoot you the recipe, okay. and I'll put it up on the I'll put it up on the web so people can see it or on the on the call no, the call note or the the podcast notes. Yeah. Um, and this year we're going to take uh, Kevin. I don't know if you know Kevin Cosowin or not. He's got a television show, 
and he does lots of hunting and and sort of wild wild game foods and foraging. Mm-hmm. He has a foraging course in a in a bunch of places in Alberta. I'm going to the boreal forest foraging walk day oh, in uh, in May, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to because I'm wandering around the forest a lot and thinking, hmm, I wonder I wonder what's here, and it's just full of things that are good to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I need somebody to mentor me to show me, you know, which mushrooms are safe and and what what options there are. So you're yeah. you're diving in to that with nettles and yeah, maple like, and buds I, and mushroom awesome. mushroom picking really is that's that's my jam. Like I I've picked mushrooms for years and then for money and fun and and I got the, the best book I can tell you to get is the Audubon mushroom handbook for I think it's for Western North America. I'll have to look at it. Maybe I'll send you a picture of it, but um it's got a lot of steps to go through that you can for identification. So it's actually quite um uh, exhaustive as far as like if you find them like we were, we were identifying mushrooms the other day and we found found ones that looked familiar but they're they were actually poisonous there's a there's an old another another goofy saying I, that I, i've always loved I, I used to fly a mycologist around when i was working up north and he said there's not a lot of things in bc that'll kill you but there's a lot of things that'll make you wish you were dead so <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're in gastrointestinal distress so yeah so it's there, it pays to be careful yeah like Fair even enough. things like mor- morale a lot of, there's a lot of there's the regular regular morels, um, but then there's also uh, they're called uh, spruce false morels, and they they look very similar. They're just more of a stunted kind of, but the same gill yep. shape, same colors, and everything, and they'll make you real sick, really really sick. So you got to be careful about yep. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yep. I, I love mushrooms, so we're, I'm looking forward to um, picking as the further further north because morels are out. Oyster mushrooms will be out in a couple of weeks here in, in the alder and oh, stuff. And, man. And then chanterelles and pines in the fall. I mean, it's just yeah, it's it's amazing. So, yeah, the the meaty umami of oyster mushrooms is just spectacular. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and my my favorite is matsutake, the pine mushrooms, the white pines, and they're um, they have a bit of a okay. funky smell to them. There, they I always describe them. You can I can smell them when I'm picking them. They smell like cross between cinnamon and an old dirty sock but they're okay. they're they're delicious fried up in butter and um yeah just amazing actually they're really good in soup too like a clear broth that's oh, yeah, got me all so excited much, now thinking about it so much stuff to look forward to yeah totally yeah that's cool but, um, um let's go back to surprises any more surprises um i, I think the biggest surprise for me right now is the uh, the weather's quite cold in BC. Like we're we we almost said snow last night, and we're in Comox right now. Um, yeah, it it's cold. You know, I, I'm and I said to Tracy, yeah. you know, coming from the wall tent with the we've been in for the last two years of wood stove, and you wake up in the morning, it's still warm, and getting up in the in the middle of the night now, and it's cold, and it's, so it's taken a bit to get used to. But it's it's another. I've accepted that as another level of of hardening and adaption for me, like, and just getting used to it. And, and then it's just like living in a wall tent. It it took me a little bit of time to adapt to that, you know, that lifestyle, but it's totally, it's absolutely available to me. So yeah. 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 Um, but surprise, Um, surprises, I think, uh, gas prices has been a big, that's been a big one to choke down. Yeah. 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 And so we've been, been driving slow everywhere. So yeah. 
Yeah. I noticed, I noticed Google now when you're searching a best route, it comes up with the fastest route and the most efficient route. And they're not always the same. Um, yeah, I saw that. So, so it, so it's like, well, and then why, when you drill down a little bit, it's like, well, there's, there's, uh, there's fewer stops and starts. The traffic moves along consistently and, and the route changes throughout the week. Um, yeah. if you're, if you're looking, so that's, I think that's interesting. It was an interesting oh, response sure. to the market. So yeah. what's next? Trace is going to hang out for a few days while you do some work. Yeah. I and, go to work then, and, and then we're going to go to, up to Port Hardy. So nice. I've got, uh, is it, we've been scoping out some of the neat looking rec sites up there and forestry rec sites. So we'll spend some time out there and then, um, sort of see what, how we do. Like there's some really cool areas we're thinking we might actually go out to san joseph bay and do the uh, this trail out to cape scott because okay. we brought all our backpacking gear with us and um uh, we'll we think we might do that and then at, at that point that sort of ends our island trip and then we're going to take the ferry from port hardy to heidegweid through prince rupert yep so and then uh spend i'm looking forward to heidegweid because that's that's you know that's a forager's paradise out there because it's a, it's another level of, uh, of remoteness that kind of yeah you know allows allows for that stuff to be more more prevalent yeah yeah well and you'll be you'll be a little further away from winter also right like you'll yeah. be a couple more weeks closer into spring summer so hopefully yeah, exactly. it'll be warming up a little bit for you yeah cool um what'd you learn um. I'm, I'm learning a, just a lot of, just a lot of patience, I guess, you know, just being, t just, and just t learning just to take my time with stuff, you know, and not be in such a hurry all the time. And it, it, you know, even like we're just talking about the driving gas prices, I, I figured out that drive my Tundra at 90 kilometers an hour instead of 120, it gets me about an extra 150 kilometers of a tank of gas. So, you know, just, just little things like that, but, but it's also learning the setup. So we, we, we have a really nice setup now. So I, the first thing, if it's pouring rain, I have these, I have these two attach points on my roof bars for carabiners on the tarp and they, they clip on the, the tarp sets up in two minutes yep. and then everything else goes from there. And then the tent gets open, vestibules put on, and then the bedding comes out. And so it's, it's a process, but it's, that's, that's the biggest learning is how to be organized. Cause we have literally have everything in the back of the truck. Yeah. Um, so it has to go in, everything has to go in, in a really orderly fashion sequentially so that as it comes out, it's, exactly where it's when it's needed you know like it's there's, we don't have any we don't have any room for inefficiency so because I, I wasn't yeah. going anywhere without my i got my belly boat and all my fishing gear and <laughs> yeah all that stuff so yeah and your and i notice your cooking gear is top drawer yeah yeah i got i got my le crusade pod and the the, the lodge cast iron and all that different stuff. So like, i don't want to Legastina pots. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've, I can't stand cooking on cheap stuff. It that's doesn't awesome. work for me. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so call, what call I hear you saying, purist, but that's what yeah. I what I hear you say is that you're locking down the process, um, packing, unpacking, setup, and then also parallel to that duty. So, who does what? Right? Okay, let's do this because you're tag teaming. Okay, Trace is going to do this at the same time I'm going to do this, yeah. and then we're going to do that, and then we're going to do that, and then on pack up, it's like, um, here's how we roll. Well, that's cool, but but that takes yeah. time to sort that out. Yeah, exactly. And 
part yeah, of the sure, deal. I'm, I'm a bit of a control freak by, by nature. I stayed alive for a long, long time by being that way in aviation. And but it, it's I have to relinquish control of things that, yeah, you know, and, and so I split the duties. There's no point in me trying to do everything. So that's been a bit of a learning process too. You know, just you know, allowing allowing. Tracy to discover her, her, she's got skills, you know, she's, and she's learning all this yeah. stuff. She's, she's really keen to learn this stuff. So, you know, how to, how to start a fire properly. And she's good at that. And, you know, how to use an ax properly and safely and how to use a chainsaw. So it's, yeah. 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 Relinquishing control is a topic unto itself. And, yeah. and the calendar and timetable doesn't divide up the same time when you're on the road and in the woods, right? It doesn't, the, the timetable different. It doesn't, it doesn't care what your deal is. It's like, well, the sun comes up when the sun comes up and it's going to rain when it's going to rain. And yep. it is what it is and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Relinquish control. That's a that's a good concept, and well, I love believe, that. Well, even even looking at the weather app, you know, like she, Tracy's been on me quite a bit for. I'm always looking at the weather, and she says, "Why don't you just look out the window and, and determine what we're going to do, and and just forget about the weather app?" I'm like, "Okay, well, you yeah, a good point there." So I, I haven't looked at the weather app for two weeks. I promised her I wouldn't look at it. So. Well, to I go just, back to that aviation thing, right? Like you're anxious to know where the weather, what the weather's going to be, where you're headed and along the route. And you can't see yeah. that out of your window. So if that's, if that's sort of how you're used to rolling, it's, uh, it's an interesting comment. It's like, uh, just look out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. We're going to, it's going to rain today. Well, it's not raining right now. You know, just, just control it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's why that's why I ask you what you learned. Like there's so oh, I I think we should learn I think we should learn stuff the last day we're here. Like I oh, think we should learn stuff every day of our lives and it, it's really interesting when I mean you're a mature adult, pack up your stuff, let's go somewhere. We're going to learn something. Like yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if I'm not if I'm not learning, I'm not living. So that's it, uh, yeah. You know, every yeah. day, I, every day, I need to be learning something. So it's that's been it, that's pretty easy to do when you're on the road in different places all yeah. the time. And yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got um, I got a, an Instagram post from one of the people I used to work for. I used to used to work with, and um, she lived in Yellowknife for a long time, and she's been in Anuvik. She now looks over some accounts, the company that I worked for looked after and she posted pictures of the igloo church and, yeah. um, and the snow fort. It's like a town that Yellowknife does for their winter festival every year. I miss that stuff. And, and that's, that's in your future. You're going to go see the igloo church in Anuvik probably. And, and you're going to see some of these other really yeah. interesting things along the way. And I miss that. I don't travel up north anymore, and I miss it. Yeah. It's such yeah, absolutely. interesting. We live in such an interesting country. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's uh, it's 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 kind of. I'm excited about all the all the stuff we're going to see. You know, like that that um, especially as we get further north, more the remote camping that we get can get access yeah. to. Where you know, it's it's still you know for all the fun it is camping down here there's still a lot of people 
And it's not that I don't like people. It's yeah. just that I, I like I like it when I'm out in the bush and I don't see anybody. It's, that's important to me. So that'll that'll change, right? Yeah. It'll be that'll change. Yep. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely. Right. So it's just, I get I get that. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks for checking in. What do you What do you want to leave us with? Well, I. I'm just thrilled to be doing this. This, this. I feel like this is the training wheel phase before we get across the mainland and start going north because this is this is the time and the place to sort everything out before we get remote. So, you know, we we had yep. one, you know, the door got left open and the truck battery went dead, and you know, it was we had to jump the truck and um, just little things. There's little things that really are not a big deal in a populated area, but as we get further north, yep. remote, more remote areas, like there's a level of caution and care, and carefulness. Not so much caution, but carefulness yep. has to be taken. You know, so. That's a big takeaway for me. The last, you know, the last couple of weeks is a train. It's training wheel phase right now, so we're about to blow the training wheels off when we hit high degree. So, have you got a? Have you got a spot? You got one of these? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy one before we head north. Yeah. So, I got one because I'm a writer. It's like Tim test this thing and write about it. And and I bought the um, program, I don't know what you call it, the subscription that lets me text by satellite. Yeah. I think that's a lifesaver. Last last year when I was at Tate Island and I took a bear in the morning, there's no cell service there. And I was able to send a text to the owner that says, give me a half an hour and then I'll text you again. But it looks like I've been successful. Uh-huh. And in the situation that you guys are going to be in and something really goes sideways bad, that'd be good to have. Yeah, that's uh, we're, we're definitely is our, the plan. I was going to get one before we left, but it just never got around to. But we're going to pick one up in um, probably either Terrace or Smithers on, on the way up through that yeah. country because they're, they're important. A, a friend of mine, actually my buddy that uh, Stacy did the same trip uh, a couple of years ago, and, and he said the spot was essential because they have no cell service for – yeah, hundreds, no, hundreds no. of kilometers, and yeah, yeah. So at least you can send a text out, and then we can check in. We're, we've picked, we've designated one person in our group that yeah, um, we're going to send it when we get up that more remote area. She gets a text once a week, so she know we're yeah. checking in. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you haven't we're heard okay. from us, yeah, haven't heard for, yeah. from us in forty eight hours uh, after that, that initial check in time has come, then phone the local RCMP detachment. So wherever we are closest yeah. to, yeah, yeah. Over an old cool. crow outside of old crow, phone old crow directly because they actually, when you go on the web, RCMP website, you can call those places directly. Okay, easier than trying to explain to a dispatcher in Kamloops, yeah, where 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 old crow is, right? Like, interesting, I it's, see it's, it's more direct, more, stu- yeah. more stuff to learn. That's awesome, cool. Yeah, I had the I had that experience personally with uh, a friend of mine, they went, he and his wife went missing for a few days, um, because of that reason up there up north, and we ended up calling. Um, the RCMP station in, I think it was uh, Dawson City, mm-hmm. and they they went out and looked for them. They they, they took the call directly and went straight, guy went jumped straight to the suburb and went out and found them. So, and they'd broken Good. down the side of the road, no cell service. So, yeah, perfect. But so there you go. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, be safe, my friend, and have some serious fun. Yeah, we will do. And and there are. There are multiple ways, multiple ways to do it, and you are showing us how to elevate our game. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 